this is Indeed. a this is a regular guys episode. This isn't this isn't the episode for the people who give us money. No, this is a free episode. This is not a Patreon episode. Okay. Guess what, guys? The queen died. See, it doesn't hit as hard when everybody's already made all the memes for the past week, which is a bit of a bummer. Anyway, I'm sorry. That shit's funny, I guess. What you drinking? Coffee. What kind of coffee? You got to get specific. Instant coffee. Boy, you're roughing it, huh? Well, you know, I needed a quick pick me up, and it's uh, quick to make, so you know. It is that I refuse to make. Uh, I refuse to make instant coffee without making the fancy ass like Dalgona coffee. Do you remember when that went crazy? Okay, I don't know if you were on TikTok at the very beginning of the pandemic, but in like March, I was not. everybody was coming out with recipes and stuff to do during quarantine, and there was this trend of um, Dalgona coffee. If I remember correctly, I think it's Korean coffee, and it's so fucking yummy you put instant coffee and hot water and sugar in a bowl and you you whisk it i just use my mixer like my little handheld mixer because otherwise you have to do it for fucking forever until it gets foamy and then you put milk in a glass ice and milk in a glass and then you put the foamy coffee on top and it is so yummy it's so goddamn yummy highly recommend in my case it was uh, instant coffee from aldi and uh i put a little bit of soy half and half in it that makes okay. it good the vanilla soy half and half you always drink? Yeah. I, w- I was about to, oh my god, I was about to say I wish I was a soy boy. We already know I am, that's old news. But I wish <laughs> that I could get into it, you know? I like it when it's in tea and not really much else, and I only like it when it's tea when you make it. I don't know what it is, <laughs> I don't know if I'm doing too little or too much. It's only good when you make it. You just got the magic. I do have the magic. Speaking of the magic... Yeah... Do you have a magical daily question for us? I was wondering how you were going to spin that because I knew what the question was going to be. Um, I'm drinking eight grams of Kratom because work was a time today. Um, okay, here's the problem. We're both mentally ill. <laughs> Hear me yes. out. Old news. Old news. Hearing, uh, um, yeah, I mean, you're not, you're not breaking any new ground here. Since episode one, we've been very transparent about this. <laughs> um, and so the problem is that I've been looking over my daily questions and I'm like, well, how could, <laughs> how could Micah make this a bummer? <laughs> and so I'm, I'm trying to think through some of these. I'm like, oh, that would be good. And I'm like, nope, that's going to be a sign of mental illness. The reason I thought of that was because one of the the questions I have is what's something you rebelled against as a kid and it's like Jesus fucking Christ any number of things but that generally contributed to the trauma so that's not fun that's not cool (laughs) it's like bummer shit it's like I didn't want I didn't want to keep my hair long and mommy let me cut my hair once and that was it damn bitch anyway and now I don't cut my hair because I don't feel like going to the hairdresser because Shiloh keeps telling me it looks so cute long it is so cute long I'm an adorable boy my hair is in my face all the time. Yeah, that happens when you grow it out. It, you know, you'd think I would have remembered, seeing as I spent, at this point, the majority of my life with longer hair. Forgot that bit somehow. <laughs> Just sort of slipped your mind. That's why. That's why. Okay, the reason is because whenever my hair was long, if it's in your face, put in a fucking ponytail. Braid it. Put in a bun. Put a bun in it. It's oh, cute. yeah. And you're, you're at that between length where you can't pull it back. I can't do a man bun yet. I can do a little whale spout. I can do a fucking Cindy Lou Who, but that is about it. And that's humiliating. And I refuse to be humiliated in my own home. Discord says my camera's off. Can you still see me? 
Uh, no, you just vanished. Hi. Oh, now you're back. Okay, weird. Um, I forgot what I was saying. Uh, you were saying your woes about your hair? Oh yeah, that was about the end of that. It's just not long enough to do anything. Except, Which you stinks. know, be in my face. Um, yeah. Been thinking about a mullet. Oh? Listen, every gay bitch I know loves a good mullet. All of them. So you're gonna get a mullet? Maybe. Because here's the thing, I'm like, could I even pull it off? And the answer is like, probably yes, but is this the kind of scenario where where it's like, just I think I can pull it off? Like, if you're, if you're looking up pictures of people in mullets, they're gonna look fucking ugly. If you look up, a, if you look up gay people in mullets, it's the sexiest shit I've ever seen. <laughs> nope, I was not looking at people in mullets, I was looking up one specific person with a mullet. Is it our Uncle Tim? <laughs> it is not our Uncle Tim. He chopped it off! A few months ago, can you believe? That's crazy. That's been his brand. He is tearing. He's tearing down his brand stability. So I just sent you a picture in the chat. If you take a look at that, is that He Man? No, He Man's the one. That's Captain Planet. Hey, who's Captain Planet? I don't recognize him. What is this about to? Is this about to be another? You realize that time has passed since you consumed content as a child. Hold on a second. No, hold on. I'm going to put the drop in right here. Hip hop, a hippity hop. It's the generational gap. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, now that, now that I've done the, uh, the drop, we're going to talk about a generational gap. Oh my God, yay. Should we do the intro first, or does that feel too disjointed? We'll do it after. Whatever. We'll do it. We'll do it after. Fuck this podcast. You know who we are. If you don't, get out. That's a lie. Please don't get out. Please, 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 please stay. I was joking. I was japing. I was doing a silly little bit. Talk to me. We haven't done the generational gap in forever. So, Ted Turner uh-huh. is a billionaire. Okay. Might be a billionaire. What Owns a dickhead. Turner Broadcasting. Oh, because he has to be a superhero, too. What a shithead. Turner Broadcasting decided to go green. Mm-hmm. And have a little environmental cartoon called Captain Planet, where five teenagers, who each have rings that have specific powers, use their powers combined, and it becomes Captain Planet, who's the guy so, that I sent you the picture of. So five kids combine to become a grown man, Captain Planet. No, they don't combine. Their powers combine. So what do the kids have? Just the rings? Just the rings. But they can use the rings separately without Captain Planet being there, like oh. Earth, Fire, Wind, Water, and Heart. He's like their spe- the- he's their special move. Yeah. Shit gets too bad, bring my boy in. Exactly. But um Captain Planet was <laughs> an attempt at getting people to recycle more, be more conscious of the environment. Uh didn't actually address any of the root causes like saying no. that capitalism is the problem. Yeah, although standard it strongly hints. Although if you read between the lines on watching the episodes, capitalism is obviously the problem. Gotcha. Can't be too overt, though. A billionaire runs the company. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he fought against such uh, fought against such um, villains as Captain Pollution. Of course, that is a guy. Of course, there's Do- a guy named Captain Pollution. Doctor Blight. Sure. What? What does he do? Pandemics. Duke Nukem. Duke Nukem. That's what Duke Nukem is from. No, but this is uh, another Duke Nukem. What the this fuck? Is not the video game Duke Nukem. Hold on. That is such Hoggish, a weird fucking Hoggish name. Hoggish Greedly. Who? Hoggish Greedly. Sure. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, you can watch like full Captain Planet episodes on uh, YouTube. Incredible. That's great. I think that's lovely. 
And I'm going to give you a taste of the uh, intro music. Okay, ready? Yeah. This goes so hard. Oh, this is so good. So the rings do have their own powers. That's crazy. God, 80s theme songs go so hard. This is 90s. Really? Early 90s, but 90s. Okay. Uh, 1991, I want to say. That tracks. The onus is on you to fix pollution. Yep. The power is yours. To fix an unstoppable problem, you know. Yeah. The power is yours, person, individual who, on your own, has no chance against uh, corporate greed, pollution from corporations. Pollution's, honestly, you know what the number one polluter in the world is? What? The U.S. military. No fucking way. That does not surprise me even a little bit. Yeah. That's crazy. And the thing is, we don't even know how much they pollute because they don't report on it because they claim that it would hurt national security. Oh, my God. That's so fucking... They'll know how many guns we have if we tell them how bad we are for the planet. The terrorists will kill America if we tell them how bad we are for the planet. I'm, I was about to make a joke. That would get us arrested. I'm not going to make the joke. Thank you. Okay. I was going to say it and then just have you edit it out, but I won't make more work for you. But then there's a long blanket silence. You'll have to edit it out anyway. Sorry. Lose-lose. I don't get to hear my edgy leftist joke. Well, if they want the edgy leftist jokes, they can subscribe to the Patreon. Are we allowed to say it on the Patreon? No. It's Gender Swap. Welcome to Gender Swap, a podcast by two transgender siblings, one of whom was just introduced to the concept of Captain Planet, the other of whom is now very aware of the inexorable march of time and how it cannot be stopped. And we are all marching slowly, steadily toward the grave. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Micah. My pronouns are they, them. My name is Stevie. I use he, they pronouns. Oh, my name's Micah. I'm self-aware and depressed. Listen, that's why we do drugs in Minecraft. It is why I just ate a space ring. A space... Oh, edibles. Yeah, that's great. Is it like like Delta 8 or is it like the real deal? It's Delta 8, but it has... What is it? Less than 0.3% of Delta 9. It's got to be right under that legal limit. Right Um, under that legal limit. I need to stop smoking the HHC because it makes my back hurt. Like an elderly man when the rain is coming. Except in this case, the elderly man is summoning the rain and then going, Oof, ouch, why is my back hurt? Girl, you did it. What did you think would happen? The rain also makes him high. Yeah, it makes my muscles sore. It feels like after I drink. It's awful. That is awful. Oh, also, I don't know if you could hear it through the microphone. It's probably coming through on Audacity. We have a guest star, multiple guest stars, I should be charitable, uh, on the podcast today. Let me introduce you to the rats in my wall. (laughs) They've started making noise. I'm sorry, dude. They're not just walking around. They're screaming now. And uh, the reason is upsetting, and it's because the pest guys had missed a hole that was leading in and out of the house. So before the rats were able to come and go as they please, for the last month, we reported this, July 29th. In August, they filled up the holes, supposedly. One month later, they realized, oops, we did a oopsie. We did a bad job the first time. We found the extra hole. They fixed it. The rats are now dying inside. Yes. Because yes. there's there's no way out. Um. They didn't leave any traps inside the house for the rats. Not sure why. They left a trap out on the back porch, you know, where the rats can't get out to. Um, maybe the idea is to dissuade them from coming in. Hey, girl, 
don't think they can now. You have put chicken wire down there, and rat is not small enough to get through chicken wire. Uh, so it really sucks. Apparently it's a distress call. Makes me feel pretty shitty. Although it's not my fault. This is a whole... This is just like that Netflix rom-com, Love in the Villa. Have you seen it? I have not. You don't seem like a rom-com kind of person, to be honest. Um, I have to be in a rom-com mood, which isn't all that, that often. I can't argue with that, actually. I am not always in the mood for it either. Um, but this is the first, like, okay, already, if a movie has the Netflix logo on it, oh, god damn, it is going to be the most... <laughs> It's going to be the most centrist, liberal sludge you have ever laid your fucking eyes on. And they're going to make some dumb joke about avocado toast and being woke. And it's like, stop fucking posturing. You know what I mean? Anyway. Okay, long story short. Love in the Villa. Two people, an uptight American and a bitchy British guy, accidentally booked the same villa in Italy for the week. And it's a very much a there was only one bed scenario, and they fucking hate each other in the beginning, and they basically have a prank war that gets the law involved, because it's not actually pranks when you get them in legal trouble. It's not being pranks when you escalate it like that, but who asked me? Um, anyway, uh, they, they're, the same, they're in the same house. Just like me and the rats. Just like you and the rats. It's a one-to-one t- one match, actually. I think they might have ripped off my life story just in advance. Yeah, you should sue. I have legal grounds to do so. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Speaking of legal grounds to sue. Oh, okay. Here comes the news. Our first headline. Migrants on Martha's Vineyard flight say they were told they were going to Boston. <sighs> I just heard about this shit like an hour ago. Martha's Vineyard, Massachusetts. About 50 migrants arrived by plane in Martha's Vineyard, Massachusetts Wednesday on flights paid for by Florida Governor Ron DeSantis that originated in San Antonio, Texas. Because, of course, he's a fucking kidnapper. He did literal human trafficking. The migrants touched down at about 3.15 local time. Later Wednesday, a spokesperson for DeSantis sent a statement to NPR and other news outlets confirming that the migrants were transported by Florida under a state program that was funded by the legislature earlier this year. Wasn't the it? statement the statement reads in part states like Massachusetts, New York and California will better facilitate the care of these individuals they have invited into our country by incentivizing illegal immigration. Oh my god, they were fucking legal. And if they weren't, this still wouldn't be right. Like already. Oh my fucking god. Also, I'm of the opinion that no human is illegal. Yeah, absolutely. I truly think that everybody should be able to just come and go in every country and just do what they want. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I agree, too. Open borders should be a thing. The because there's open borders for capitalism. There's open exactly. borders for companies. Companies can move wherever they want and exactly. get cheap free labor. But people can't. Mm-hmm. That shows so you where people, the priority lies. Exactly. And America is obviously, like, a huge fucking focal point of that. But it's worldwide. Like, fucking, I was going to say every other country. Not every other country most of the big ones though eh, all of the big ones pretty much the ones that aren't are the ones who are getting exploited one flight took off from san antonio and made a stop in florida and south carolina before landing in martha's vineyard the second flight also stopped in florida but made another stop in charlotte north carolina before landing in martha's vineyard a spokesman for texas governor greg abbott said his office was not directly involved in these plans i think he's lying i can't prove it but i think he's a fucking liar 
Our office has had conversations with Governor DeSantis and his team about supporting our busing strategy to provide much needed relief to our overwhelmed and overrun border communities, the spokesman said. Though we were not involved in these initial plans to Martha's Vineyard, we appreciate the support in responding to this national crisis and helping Texans. In helping Texas. He is such a dick. Here's the thing. If Governor Ron DeSantis had had the flights come from Florida, it would have been illegal. Elaborate. I was reading an article uh, a couple days ago. The money he used, if it had been used for something out of Florida, it would have been a misappropriation of funds. Was but it since he got COVID? them from Texas, I believe it was COVID relief, yeah. I thought it was supposed to be the fucking COVID fund. But instead, he used it for transporting people from Texas. So, but via a loophole, it's not technically illegal. Still feels pretty illegal. I feel like that's still human trafficking. Oh, yeah, definitely is still human trafficking. Yeah. You're literally, you know, luring someone under false pretenses. Weren't they told that they were going to, like, a job? Like, they thought they were going... They were told that jobs would be waiting for them, that they would have housing waiting for them. Holy And they were also... They were also told... uh, that Not told, but they were also... Had their addresses written down by uh, Border Patrol so that they could get mailed information about immigration. However, what Border Patrol did was write down random addresses for random... uh, homeless shelters all across the u.s so people who were landing in boston massachusetts would have to report to say tacoma washington by monday in order to be able to be properly processed holy shit so they literally just left them stranded to go to the fucking homeless shelters like they did not not just that homeless shelters not even in 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 the same state homeless shelters all over the u.s which they can't go to because they're all in boston right now they're all in they're all in massachusetts Jesus Christ. These poor fucking people. Yeah. Speaking of poor fucking people. Great. Good. So good. Montana ban on changing gender on birth certificate blocked by a judge. Hey. Hey, that's great. W judge. That is good. Pog, Poggers judge. The administrative rule, which went into effect on Saturday, allowed, allowed Montanans to change the sex listed on their birth certificate only if it was incorrect due to data entry. And only if they could prove their gender through testing or DNA. Mm. That rule got blocked by a Montana judge uh, in a Billings courtroom on Thursday. District Judge Michael Moses ruled that the preliminary injunction he placed on a new state law applied to the new rule. The Billings, the Billings Gazette newspaper reported the preliminary injunction has always enjoined all aspects of the law. The law passed in 2021 and cannot be circumvented by departmental action. Moses said in his ruling from the bench. Get their ass. Yeah, so that's a bit of good news. What are you doing? I wanted to see how long I can make it squeak. <laughs> it's going to be in the recording. That was the bit. You're killing me. I don't have WD-40. It's not expensive. It's kind of cheap. I remember that one time mom said that uh, the hinge in her uh, classroom was squeaky and the guys weren't fixing it. And so she just put a little bit of Bath and Body Works cherry blossom lotion on it and did the trick right up. And now her room smells good. And I'm like, that bitch knows what she's doing. (laughs) That bitch knows what's up. And I legitimately considered putting some of my fucking Luberderm on it. Whatever that. Listen, that makes it sound like it's lube for, you know. Uh, It turns out it's just a weird kind of nasty name for unscented lotion, which I don't use anything but now because the smells are big and bad. And I prefer the comforting scent of, you know, absolutely nothing. Anyway, I'm going to put lotion. I'm going to I'm going to lotion up. I'm going to oil up my fucking desk chair. Oh, yeah. New desk chair. Courtesy of Micah. It's not new. I don't know how old it is. Hand me down desk chair. It's a hand me down desk chair. It's a couple years old. 
Okay. Uh, I dusted it off. It works real good. Aside from the squeaking, that's not your fault. You know, sometimes we nope. just, we're just born squeaking. And it's your God-given right to change your squeaking identifier on your license if you want. You are born squeaking, you live squeaking, <laughs> and you die squeaking. <laughs> such is such is the cycle of life. God made two genders, squeak and squawk. You pick one or the other. There's no in between. The libs will say that there's a third one called squink, but we all know that's not true. <laughs> squink is Everyone a third gender. Squeaking is, a- is on... Squeaking is on a spectrum. Thank you very much. Oh, you're right. Sorry, that was really regressive of me. Yes, it was. Squeak is the third gender should should be the episode title. Did you just grab a bug in midair? That was so frightening. Yes, I did. <laughs> Fucking Keanu Reeves has <laughs> reflexes. There's a fly bothering me. I just it. snatched it. <laughs> you straight ahead. You got it. You felt it coming from a mile away. <laughs> and I'll never be able to do it again. You know that guy on TikTok who literally just uploads videos of him hitting wasps in midair with aluminum pie pans? Have you seen that shit? I have not. And also, that's not a very smart thing to do because you make the wasps angry. It seems like it usually kills them. They drop pretty quick. <laughs> they drop pretty quick. A bug brain must cannot have a special withstand. flick of the wrist. I, I do think that there is probably something pretty special about it. Uh, I don't think the average wasp could withstand the determined force of the average human male chucking an aluminum pie pan at him at 60 miles an hour. Sometimes it's a, it's a ping pong paddle, which doesn't make as fun oh. of a sound. So those videos don't perform as well. Gotcha. Not that I care. My videos are flopping lately, so what can you do? <laughs> Our next headline. Yeah. Oh, also that last one was good news. I didn't respond to it. It was, it was good news. It was good news, yes. Our next headline. FBI announces arrest in connection with hoax bomb threat against Boston Children's Hospital. I read about that. What was going on there? Uh, Basically, a whole bunch of right-wingers have decided that various children's hospitals around the U.S. are doing gender-confirming surgery for minors. That's really chill and cool and normal to do. And so in response to that, they're all calling in bomb threats all over the country to all these children's hospitals. How do they think this will go for them? Republicans are so fucking stupid. I should be charitable. You don't have to be a Republican necessarily to be a piece of shit who calls in a bomb threat on a hospital that you think is doing trans shit. Is it even true? Were they even doing gender affirming surgeries on minors? No, they were not. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense because they're fucking stupid. Um, Wow, that is infuriating. Like, they're not actually sending bombs, obviously. That's super illegal. Do they not realize that it's also super fucking illegal to call in a fake bomb threat? Do they think they can't be traced? Are you stupid? God. The FBI has said that it made an arrest in connection with the hoax bomb threat against Boston Children's Hospital. U.S. Attorney Rachel Rollins identified the person arrested as Catherine Levy of Westfield, Massachusetts. She is charged with one count of making a false telephonic bomb threat in connection with a threat made to the hospital on August 30th. So she'd already threatened them before. They got her on this one, but other people have been calling in bomb threats. Like, tons of people have been calling in bomb threats. Oh, so she called in this specific one. Yes, and they they got her on this one, yeah. Good. God damn. While I cannot comment further on the alleged motive of this case, I want to say generally that healthcare providers who support and offer care to gender diverse and transgender individuals and their families deserve to do so without fear. Rollins said. Yeah. Levy was arrested at her home without incident. 
She's being held pending a detention hearing scheduled for noon on Friday. Fucking idiot. They'll post her bail, though. She'll be fine. <laughs> Probably. Is this a white woman? Not to make presumptions. Or not, 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 not to make assumptions. Yes, it is. Yeah. That's white woman behavior. <laughs> that's, that's peak. Wow, that is the pinnacle, huh? One thing I've also noticed is that especially as far as, like, like gender panic is that like so much of the shit they're upset about is like made up issues that like aren't happening or are fringe cases but they're just lying because that's what they do of course you gotta be mad at someone you've got to you know pick a big scary enemy even though half of the half of the fucking trans people i know are like furry twinks what are they gonna do why are you so scared what you see a guy walk wearing cat ears walking down the street you're gonna shit your pants and die i hope you do you raging bitch in minecraft as a joke that is absurd oh what my minecraft skin affects you that much please please get mental help like please please get a psychological evaluation i'm begging i'm begging be fucking normal for once boston children's hospital is not the only hospital to experience these types of online harassment and threats according to an nbc news report earlier this year That report noted social media attacks against other children's hospitals in Omaha, Nebraska, and and Pittsburgh. These are, these are all in blue states, right? Omaha, Omaha, Nebraska, and Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania? Pittsburgh states? Sorry. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania is Democrat. Omaha, Nebraska, that's squarely red. That's wild. Huh. Like, if they were all blue, I'm like, okay, okay, you know, that's where they're getting it. But it's just sort of, you know, arbitrary made-up issues. I wonder what the hospitals actually did to upset them that is obviously you know the publicized reason that's the thing this is only about gender affirming care it's the fact that they help transgender people at all that's why they're calling in these bomb threats and why they're threatening them okay and why this hospital in boston the boston children's hospital Mm -hmm. also had a live shooter incident uh, a couple weeks ago oh my god someone threatened to come in and shoot up the joint like there's children there how are you obviously any kind of shooting in any place is fucking awful but there's something so like specifically sick and twisted about wanting it to affect literal children they are not Not old enough to do fucking crimes like not just children (sighs) not just children yeah sick children yeah oh my god dying children how much that need care how much of a of a like fucking dc comics ass batman ass cartoon villain do you have to be to think that this is justified to think that this the the ends justify the means like oh i literally cannot imagine what it would be like to live in a brain that is that fucking hateful you know yeah i'm literally just being sexy i like we're just we're just hanging out I have never once tried to convert a child to transgenderism unless they already showed symptoms, but that's just a diagnosis. That's not the same thing. I'm not infecting them. I am officially diagnosing them though. Um, (laughs) You can't diagnose them. You're not a doctor. I know that's the joke. That's the bit, Micah. I trust that our listeners understand that well enough. This is a freebie episode, so anybody could stumble across it, and I'm not entirely sure that they could... I'm five Rock. years into my college career and I'm dumb as fuck. I don't think anybody is under the impression that I am a man with a PhD. And if I do, it'll be in humanities. What the fuck is that? That's silly. That's what that is. Follow your heart, though. It's chill. I don't know. Follow your heart. It's chill. 
Which brings us to our next bit, oh. an ad. We have an ad? Oh my god, are we doing Patreon ad mid-episode? Are we finally implementing my genius idea of make it so they can't skip the ad for the Patreon? Yes. Or at least make it harder. And if you're driving, don't you can't skip this. That's dangerous. And there will be a cop and they will see you skip this. And they won't pull you aside for being on your phone while driving. They'll pull you aside because they said, you skip the ad break. No, they won't. Cops are evil and they wouldn't support our podcast. I'm not going to tell you to do it to spite cops. Don't get arrested. Okay. Patreon is so good. So cool. $3 a month. You get all the goods. The goods being, you know, just a couple of goofballs. Basically, if you subscribe to our Patreon for $3 per month, you get to listen to an episode every week instead of every other week. The, we- the episodes we put out on the off weeks on the Patreon are a lot more chill. We don't have a news segment and tend to be a lot really more nice. loosey-goosey, just more back and forth, off the dome, relaxed. A little bit sillier. One time I said that uh, that we're like normally inebriated on that one, but like I am like usually inebriated on this podcast, so I don't really know what possessed me to say that. I don't know about you. Maybe you're more loosey-goosey on, on that episode, just because you don't have to read the fucking news. Yeah, usually. But that's I mean, why I, I try to balance out the news with, with other things. Which I our... really, really appreciate. I do. Um, we get really silly. We learn a lot and on the Patreon episodes, actually. I feel like we do a lot of Dinosaur Corner, which is really fun. Um, I recently got a message from somebody in my Discord server who was saying how they had just gotten through our entire backlog of episodes, which took forever, but they did it pretty quick, surprisingly, um, because we're just that sweet and special. Uh, every yeah. so often, I'm like, are we doing bad podcast? And then someone messages me and is like, I literally haven't stopped listening to this ever. And I'm like, oh my God, that's great. Because I like listening to our podcast, but I might just be self-centered. You know, who's to say? Yeah. Who's to say? But this person was like, I got tired of waiting for episodes to come out, which we have a very consistent upload schedule. We have been incredibly diligent with that, which is delightful. I love that this has been a long-term project. It makes me feel so happy. Um, They're like, two weeks uh, or every other week was not enough, so I subscribed to the Patreon, and now I get it every week, and I'm so, so, so happy. That's a real testimony. Uh, I know it sounded like I made it up at the end there. Um, I was about to say a bit like this is definitely not a fake testimony, but the problem is that it's not a fake testimony. Um, I'm not going to give you the Discord username because I'm not a fucking idiot, but they're real. I promise I'm trustworthy. They can't see why I did a little wing. (laughs) Exactly. Speaking of things that are real and trustworthy. Okay, you've piqued my interest. (laughs) Go ahead. (laughs) Well, actually, I don't know if trustworthy is an adjective that I can use for this. Uh, We're going to go on to the next segment. We have numerous segments involving untrustworthy individuals. I cannot even guess where you're going with this. Well, uh, we're going to go over to uh, Dinosaur Corner. Dinosaur Corner. Rawr. Dinosaur Corner. Rawr. Oh my god, speak of the devil. I would trust a dinosaur. I thought you were going to go Monster Zone for sure. Doop, doop, doop. Going to copy and paste the name of this dinosaur into the chat. Go ahead and try to pronounce that, Stevie. <sighs> it's either Solophysis or Colossus. Colophysis. Ooh, I don't like the order of those letters. <laughs> I don't like that at all. <laughs> well, Colophysis. We're going to start off with how do you pronounce it? Yeah, how the fuck do you pronounce that? The proper pronunciation is Coelophysis. Coelophysis? That's easier to pronounce, actually. Yes. Oh, they've got legs on legs. Zoo, wee, mama, auga, 
humana, humana, humana. My eyes are popping out with like hearts, like in a Looney Tunes cartoon. My head's like spinning around backwards. And when it goes on straight again, my nose will be on the back of my head like Daffy Duck. I'm actually surprised you didn't use the term gams. Gams? I've never heard that. What is that? That's fun. Gams? That's a 1940s term for legs. Oh, look at the look at those gams. <laughs> look at the gams on her. Look at the gams on her. Look at the gams they on that gal. to the coelophysis. God, that's so funny. Some of them have little beards. I love it. Wow, these are so long. They got long necks, long legs, long ass tails. Itty bitty little body. The body is shaped kind of like your dog's body. Just a little barrel chested. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, what type of dinosaur was a coelophysis? Little guy. Duh. Coelophysis was one of the early dinosaur genera of theropod dinosaurs. Oh. The features that set the theropod dinosaur apart were its three-toed limbs and hollow bones. That's fun. The first picture I sent you makes, like, the scale makes it look really, really little, which is really cute. I imagine it's sitting on my little shoulder, which is adorable and extremely cute. Uh, and then the other one is just long fucking legs and weird little hands. Oh, the hands also have three fingers. You weren't kidding. They both, both hands and feet. They have chicken legs. Yep. <gasps> hate. Hate, hate, hate. I hate that. <laughs> In which geological time period did the Coelophysis roam the Earth? Crustaceous. Crustaceous? I said what I said. I also it's would crita- like to, It's I Cretaceous. Would, that, that's the pronunciation. Cretaceous. I would like to clarify that. I know that. But, it's for, but don't make me explain the bit to the fucking audience. A crustacean is a crab. I almost said a crustaceous is a crab. Again, didn't get my PhD. My bad. I know it's a Cretaceous. Was it the Cretaceous? No. Wouldn't it be so fucking funny if I was right, though? That would have been great. It would have been great, but unfortunately, no, you, you, were, you were incorrect. Alas. How uh, close was I? Dinosaurs of the genus Coelophysis roamed the Earth about 190 to 225 million years ago. Million during, years? During the late Triassic period. Oh, Triassic Park. I know her. I Some kind of, the- of forget how long the Earth has existed, and then you tell me how long ago the dinosaurs roamed the Earth. Every time, I'm surprised. <laughs> It's like after we exit the podcast, my brain resets, and it's like, yep, that was 3,000 years ago. <laughs> Some of the earliest Coelophysis fossils were discovered in 1881, but these poorly preserved specimens failed to give a clear picture of the prehistoric reptiles. Poorly then, preserved. Then, in 1947, numerous Coelophysis fossil remains were discovered from Ghost Ranch in New Mexico. Ghost Ranch? Ghost Ranch God provided damn, the cool. basis for a complete study by American Museum of Natural History paleontologist Edwin H. Colbert. Cool, some guy. When did the Coelophysis become extinct? Uh, the Coelophysis hold group on, of dinosaurs. Let me guess. Let me guess. Let me guess. Okay, oh, it's, def- okay. it's definitely over a million. I would argue over a hundred million. How long ago did they roam the Earth? One hundred seven million or something? Uh, between one hundred ninety to two hundred twenty-five million years ago. I don't know how numbers work. It was a hundred million, hundred million years ago. About two hundred one million years ago. Two hundred one million years ago. I thought they roamed the Earth a hundred something million years ago. One hundred ninety. Yeah, they did. You know what? That's this is fucked. Internally That's inconsistent. Hey, what uh, website are we looking at? We're looking at kidaddle.com. Spell it. Spell it. Spell it. Spell it. Spell it. No, I've gotten dinosaur facts from them before. Hold on. Kidaddle. K-I-D-A-D-L dot com. Chrome immediately popped up a not secure warning, which is comical. Too bad. I still demand entry. Let me in, bitch. It's not letting me in. Okay, I'm not going to enter passwords or give them my credit card info. You're on a different website. 
You said it was K-I-D-A-D-L-E. No, no E. E-L. No oh. E-L. No. What? K K I D A D L dot com. Okay, that's not the same thing. Also, no web page loaded. Google was like, don't give them your passwords. They don't have a log. They don't have any buttons. There's nothing here. Inspire your kids today. Find educational resources for fun and learning. Find fucking fake news, false falsified facts resources for evil and getting dumber. Made him a new tagline. No, they just messed up on their numbers there. Oh, they have, have one fucking, they have a fucking memoriam to Queen Elizabeth. Okay, go fuck yourself. Of course they do. Everybody does. Every, <laughs> Heinz ketchup? Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Oh my god. Anyway. Anyway. Where did Coelophysis live? The most number of Coelophysis fossil Miami. remains have been excavated from Ghost Ranch in New Mexico. And Miami. They vacationed. Moreover, specimens of these early reptiles have also been unearthed from Arizona and the Chinle Formation in New Mexico. That's cool. These fossil discoveries led to the conclusion that the dinosaurs inhabited areas that are part of present-day southwestern United States in North America. Oh, they were full-blooded Americans. Fossils of Coelophysis have been discovered from Upper Elliott Formation in the present-day Free State and Cape Provinces of South Africa and the Chiteke River Bonabed Quarry in Zimbabwe's Forest Sandstone Formation. Cool. So, also in Africa. Also in Africa. They mentioned the poorly preserved ones earlier, and I was going to make some joke about how they didn't seal their cans properly, and then I figured that making, like, canning jokes would be a little niche ma- jam-making jokes. I'm really hitting the grandma demographic, just so I'd let you know that there was a missed opportunity, and I really wish I'd leaned into it more. I feel like a lot of gay people follow us, so I feel like they'd probably know. Probably. What was a Coelophysis's habitat? Considering the period during which Coelophysis dinosaurs lived, it can be speculated that their habitat was seasonally dry and desert-like, with a savanna type of climate. They would have fit right in with Miami. It's warm, it's sandy, it's got the beach, it's got the clubs, it's got, excuse me, it's, uh, keep burping, it's got the girls with the gams. I couldn't even land the bit because I'm gassy. This sucks. (laughs) I'm sorry that you're gassy. Sad. Who did Coelophysis live with? Their mommies bunch of fucking freeloaders the discovery of thousands of coelophysis fossils from ghost ranch points towards the dinosaurs pack behavior it's speculated that they were a gregarious animals that roamed the land and hunted gregarious. in packs gregarious <laughs> that's an adjective i would use to describe my cat meatball so i'm imagining them just like getting up to silly little antics and like meowing at the vents because they heard rats and like scratching the sofa but only sometimes because he wants attention you know cute stuff like that there is an alternative theory as to the congregation of numerous dinosaur specimens at one site, mm-hmm. which is that they might have been a victim of a flash flood. Oh, that makes me sad. Yeah. They didn't know how to swim. They could not swim, no. How long did a Coelophysis <laughs> live? I don't think those feet would be really conducive to swimming anyway. They've got big-ass gaps in them. That's like putting a boat with holes in it into the water. What were they to do? You know? Not like they have yeah, but they had hollow bones, flow. so they'd be lighter. Oh, did the bird? Did the the dinosaurs who eventually became birds? I assume still had hollow bones back then. Yeah. Also, also, this is fucked up. Once I learned that bird bones aren't actually like fully hollow, like a, a paper towel tube or a toilet paper tube, perhaps any tube of your choosing. It's just like spongy and nasty in there. Shut the fuck up. Gross. 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 Hate. Hate. Kill. Maim. Destroy. Anyway, that's why we're gonna abolish birds. 
That's why we're going to abolish birds. You heard it here first, folks. Birds, you're on thin ice. Just because I think they're a little yucky on the inside parts that I don't see very often. I just don't often. I just don't. That does imply that I (laughs) have on occasion seen and just split a few birds. Split is such a verb to use. God damn. (laughs) Crack one open, you know. Cracking open a cold one with the boys. Cracking open a cold bird. A cold bird. It's just like me and a bunch of um, like bitchy hawks who are predators because uh, you know they eat the little guys um and they're you know cracking them all open for me they don't know they're next you're on thin fucking ice i'm exploiting you for your labor and i'm going to take all of the profits for myself and then i'm going to eat your bones not the bones is the gross part i guess i'll eat the rest i don't know if hawks are edible i don't think hawks are that tasty they seem like they taste a little bit like stale beef jerky you know what i mean they're probably a bit gamey how <sighs> long did a coelophysis live 20 years, live fast, die young, whatever. The average lifespan of a coelophysis is unknown. Oh my fucking god. Oh, is this the website that we have been the victim of so frequently? Hey, why the fuck do you keep coming back to this shitty ass, stupid ass website? I don't know, Stevie. Why don't you react a bit harder and then think about why I might? You are being manipulative? You are being evil? You are being exploitative? I do Probably. not appreciate you using my very, very real emotional outbursts as podcast fodder. Only I am allowed to use my very real emotional outbursts as podcast fodder. <laughs> you fake bitch. <laughs> I'm just laying the groundwork. Stupid fucking website. Oh, we're going to educate of, kids. Speaking you of things getting laid. Lived. Is, okay, got it. Sure. Is it going to say how- they don't know how they fucked? How did they reproduce? Coelophysis was an egg-laying animal. Reinhard A. All analyzed a database of several reptiles and birds, compared them with the anatomy of Coelophysis, and concluded that the dinosaur laid eggs about 1.2 to 1.3 inches in diameter. Oh, those are like tiny. What? Those are itty bitty eggs. Those are like smaller than normal bird eggs, and they grow up to be big, fucking huge. What is up with nature? Why does it do that? Take real small thing, make it real big. Acorn turns into oak tree. 200 years later, it's still around. And now it's in the middle of my college campus and they had to put up little little poles to keep the, the branches up so it wouldn't fall and die because it's a cool fucking tree. That's wild. What is up with that? A female coelophysis would lay between 24 to 26 eggs in a single clutch. She was getting busy. Evidence suggests that the dinosaur invested sufficient energy into reproduction and even took care of hatchlings during their first year of life. That is super fucking cute. Take them to dino daycare. Take them to the little the little uh, willow tree where all of the dino kitties get to play with, you know, blocks. Probably kill animals. They're predators. You know, what are they going to do? Did these, were they, they might have been herbivores. I might be being judgmental. Oh my god. Nope, were these dinosaurs? are predators. Okay, so these guys were eating everyone else in the daycare, but their parents pay a lot of money to the establishment, so... You know what that means. How many bones did a coelophysis have? I don't think they know. There is no data regarding the exact number of bones that a coelophysis had. Yeah, However, big fucking wow. However, however, they have 26 teeth on the upper jaw and 27 teeth on the lower jaw. That is not even that many teeth. I feel like I have more teeth than that. Uh, hold on a second. <laughs> 
How you're like I don't know enough about uh, the 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 dentist industry or whatever the fuck it's called. I don't know enough about dental health to correct you, but that seems kind of wrong. Okay, adults have thirty two teeth. Oh, in total. So they kind of have like almost twice as many as me, but like not quite. So I could probably still take a big bite out of them before they eat me. I bite them first. I'm the aggressor. <laughs> I don't know. Because this next one, how big was a coelophysis? Yeah. An adult coelophysis reached a length of about three meters long. What the fuck is a meter? I'm an American. I'm a full-blooded American boy. Okay, fine. 9.8 feet. Jesus Christ. That's long as hell. That's almost 10 feet. Holy shit. That's like one and a half Johns. That's my good friend John. My friend John is over six feet, and I can't conceptualize anything over six feet without mentally imagining john laying down next to it that's that's so stupid <laughs> for a more relatable perspective the coelophysis was similar in size to that of an ostrich wait what stage of coelophysis was close to an ostrich for a more relatable perspective the coelophysis was similar in size to an ostrich ostriches are not nine feet not nine feet long but coelophysis had a tail Oh. Which they don't have. Oh, so they're cheating. So they're cheating. Okay, gotcha. That makes sense. Yeah, the leg So about thing, as tall as an ostrich and then nine feet long. The leg thing makes sense. Oh, God, ostriches are so tall. This guy seems like he could be a pretty formidable foe to, like, large mammals. Maybe not other dinosaurs. There are bigger ones. But I feel like he could have taken down a cow or two. Okay. How much did a coelophysis weigh? They don't know. They don't know. They don't know. They're estimated to weigh about 44 pounds. 44? Four? Four? Number four, number four? Number four, number four. Where's where's the meat? They thought they were really skinny. They're full of shit. No way on God's green earth were they nine feet long and weigh... I can't do math. What's 280 divided by 44? Like 2% of meat. It's probably not 2%. I'm guessing, though. No, f- there's no way. That's absurd. That's absurd. That's insane. That's stupid. That's wrong. I'm the dino expert now. Whoever came up with that figure is dumb as hell. They just didn't want what? to acknowledge that they had big rippling muscles. What would you call a baby coelophysis? Oh, please tell me this is a joke. Please. What is it? What is it? Baby coelophysis would have been called hatchlings or juvenile cephalicids. Hold on. What do you mean, what were they called? Who who was calling them that? That's like, what, what, what do we refer to them as? Like, what, 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 what would we call them? What they they go well? What were they called? Like in the past tense, what what did their mommies no, and daddies no, call? What would you call a baby coelophysis? Oh, I thought it said what they, were they called? I'm like, this is a very silly thing to say. We can just start attributing quotes to dinosaurs now if we're just playing games. What did they eat? Coelophysis was a carnivore that preyed on fish and small reptiles. Oh, I gave them way too much credit. I thought they could take down a cow or something. They could take down maybe a rabbit. The presence of coelophysis bones in fossilized stomach remains of the dinosaur suggests that it could also have been a cannibal that preyed on its own kind. That's really fucked up. I know they had just mad, mad cow disease. (laughs) How aggressive were they? Besides being a carnivore, the fact that the coelophysis was a potential cannibal suggests that it was quite an aggressive dinosaur. I so hope for the sake of the coelophysis community that this was just like one fucked up guy like this would be like if in a million years they found jeffrey dahmer's remains i don't know if he was a cannibal but he seems like he was i don't know a lot about him i don't care um and they were like 
this is an example of the entire population. These guys were ca crazy cannibal serial killers. That is, that's just Jeffrey Dahmer. They dug up the Coelophysis Jeffrey Dahmer and said, that's just like everyone. That's insane. Maybe Ooh, it was a fringe group. This is a fun group. fact. A Coelophysis skull preserved at the Carnegie Museum of Natural History embarked on a journey to space aboard the Space Shuttle Endeavour mission, STS-89, on January 22nd, 1998. This might be silly. I don't think they should be allowed to do that. <laughs> we, like... Elaborate. It's not like we have a lot of those things. <laughs> like, we got a lot of everything else. Like, we, we've pretty much got the human thing covered. We've got a lot of animals, and I don't think you should send them into space either. I got cripplingly sad about Laika the other night. Jesus fucking Christ. Every so often, yeah. like, a particular... I can't remember if it's, like, poetry or prose. Um, like, pops up on my Tumblr blog, and it has really similar energy to the two-headed calf poem. Are you familiar? I am not familiar, no. <clears throat> okay, hold on. I'm gonna send it to you so you can read it later and, and weep and cry. Um, but it... it grips the tumblr community with that same kind of like deep emotive grief every single time and they keep reblogging it and it keeps popping up on my on my dashboard don't make me sad about the dog in space please don't make me sad about the dog in space please there was also a tiktok audio about it that went around a while ago gorgeous song cripplingly sad anyway i don't think you should send dinosaur bones into space because you only have so many of them that also, is fair I feel like they just did it for the vibes. Just for the sheer novelty of it. Like, we sent a dinosaur into space. Yay! It does kind of have that feel, yes. That's a publicity stunt. Like, there's no, like, purpose of doing that. So they just did it to be a little silly. Which is, um... Admirable for, for the common man. Repulsive from an institution. <laughs> I cannot spell two-headed calf. I don't know why it's fucking me up. It's also really gorgeous, um, like, tattoos and stuff of it. So now that we've talked about the Coelophysis... Yeah? We're going to leave Dinosaur Corner. Where are we traveling? Are we walking? Are we biking? Because, you know, I can't bike, and that would be really mean of you unless we have a tandem bike in which you're doing all the work. So that's just a bad That's just a bad bike with a, with a, a guy on it, the freeloader on it. Uh, taking the bus? Plane, perhaps? Probably have to take a plane in this case because we'd have to go to Japan. Okay, yeah, plane seems reasonable. Could we sail there? Could sail there, but take a while. Okay, noted. So, for this, you're probably going to want to change your outfit. Okay. Uh, are we going to, like, modern-day Japan? Uh, yeah, we're just going to Japan in general. I feel like I could wear this to Japan. I don't... I don't... Okay, it doesn't match. Like, I changed my shirt. Uh, my, my shirt matches my pants in the way that, like, they're almost the same color, but they're not exact, so it's, uh... You tried. But I do look like a 12-year-old boy dressed himself. Comfy as hell, though. Look at this. No, no. I, I remember when you came over earlier. You were very comfortable looking. Hey, I totally forgot that you saw my full body earlier. <laughs> I was in Micah's house to get silly cat paintings. Uh, and the chair. And the chair. My okay. thighs are big for this boy. Jesus. It's only... It's. I'm, I'll figure it out. I'll figure out how I can sit like a bisexual in this chair eventually. <laughs> uh, my advice, take the arms and lift them up. I'm noticing out of the way. that the arms aren't so much the issue as the seat is curved a little bit, and so it kind of presses into my thighs, but I might just put a little cushion on it, because I have a couple that I was using on my old chair. That might fix it a little. That could work. I had a cushion on it for a while. Yeah. It does fuck up the lumbar support part, but 
comfy butt, you know? Comfy butt is very important. So we're going to Japan. Is this monster sort of like a one-time thing, one in a million years, only happens when it's summoned? Or is it like these are just rampant? Like, it's like rats. They're in your house. They're everywhere. These are rampant. Oh and yes, God. you did You did guess correctly. We are going to, to uh, Monster Zone. It's the Monster Zone. Monster Zone. Oh, I thought that was assumed. You never asked me to change my outfit or travel if we're not going to the Monster Zone. That you is fair. I feel like we haven't crafted enough of a, like, lore around the other zones, uh, around our other segments. Dinosaur Corner, I feel like we should probably have a time machine for that. Maybe get on it. You have more money than me, so one of us has to invest in the time machine. Um, and that, never mind, you got a new car. Fuck! Okay, Micah has to make a car payment, so that won't work. Subscribe to our Patreon so we can get a time machine to go to Dinosaur Corner a little more effectively, if you even care. What's the other one? Mistress Boys. That one is so ephemeral. You know, I feel like that's also yeah. time machine material, but a lot of the recent ones have had pretty tragic ends that I don't super want to be present for. Time travel to a place with a TV where we're watching a documentary about it. That's an so, idea. Yeah, so uh, I don't remember what our other segments are because we mainly do those. The news, well, we are, we're we're kind of already in that zone. Out of all the segments we could live in in reality, why the fuck do we live in the news segment? That was really poor planning on our part. Yeah, it kind of was. I'm actually uh, bringing up a list of the drops right now. Uh -huh. See what other segments we have. We have the mail call drop, which we never do mail. Live in the mailbox. That's fine. Live in the post office, perhaps. Fugitives in the post office. Uh, we also have, uh, let's see, we've got the quiz takers. We've got take you to church, take you to heck. Okay, okay. I feel like those are good. We do do those as well. Um, I feel like quiz takers is like literally... Uh, takes place inside of the internet. I feel like we're going zoop and we turn into little particles in the computer and we turn into little zeros and ones and then we rematerialize and we go, whoa, that felt crazy. And then we just start like walking around, I don't know, Tumblr, uquiz.com, what have you. Um, I don't want to walk around Tumblr. I feel like I get shot and killed. Um, what was the other one? Oh, take you to church. Easy. Fly up to heaven. Duh. Take you to heck. I don't love the the heat. I don't love the summer. See, and then it's like, are we using the, the Judeo-Christian idea of hell? Are we using the... Actually, no. I don't think Jesus believe in hell. I don't think that's the correct term. I can't remember. Are we using the pretty explicitly Christian version of hell? Uh, where it's just real toasty all the time. I kind of feel like if hell is just like for the people God didn't want, it's probably pretty... It's probably like a chill hangout zone. Maybe a hookah bar. A hookah bar. <laughs> Hell is a hookah bar. You heard it here first, folks. Yeah. This is... We're about to start a new religion. We might be onto something here. Well, if we're starting a new religion, we'll have to have a beliefs about uh, malevolent creatures. You don't have to. Yeah, but it helps give the religion some kick. You get people scared enough, they'll start praying. Make up exactly. demons and rats in the walls. Yeah, they'll, they'll sign on to God. They'll subscribe to God's YouTube channel real quick. So, the monster we're talking about today is the Kitsune. That's the name of a latte at my local coffee shop. It's called the Kitsune Caramel, and it's really fucking yummy. The okay. Kitsune are wild fox demons known to do terrible mischief, to possess humans, and to take their shapes. They're a little sexy. In, in fact, the Kitsune is rarely seen in its original shape, but often appears as a bewitching young woman. They're, it sh <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it sure does. This art sure says it does. 
<laughs> it shapeshifts by a stroke of its fire shooting tail. Fire it, shooting tail. <gasps> it then puts on a human skull, turns around, and bows to the Big Dipper. If the skull does not fall off, it turns into a beautiful maiden. I am a huge fan of this shit. Um, some artists, I'm sending you examples. The first one I sent you is a big titty, uh, multi-tailed fox woman holding fire, which is inaccurate. You know, theologically, it's supposed to come out of the tail. Don't be dumb. Um, it looks like her dress has little bells on the end of it, which would be super annoying, but very adorable aesthetically. Um, and then the next one is somebody else's artistic depiction. I think they just wanted something that was, you know, sexy and beautiful to them. And so they made a, a big buff... Like, he looks more like a wolf than a fox, but a big buff fox monster boyfriend. And I think this is great. Um, I do really enjoy that whenever people draw feminine depictions of monstrous creatures, they always have to look mainly like humans, and they have to have massive honkers, and maybe have, like, horns or something, and maybe, like, one other identifying trait. But when someone who's, like, attracted to masculine people draws monstrous creatures to lust after... It's just furry shit. <laughs> it's just furry shit. Like, maybe the occasional cat boy, but that doesn't even count. That's just a guy, you know? It is a wanton animal and will in time deplete the energy of its victim and go on to the next. Emotional the kitsune vampires. came by way of China, where it is called Huli Jing, huh. and is considered a lewd, canny, supernatural creature capable of great damage. A lewd, canny, supernatural creature? Yes. I need to put that in my fucking Instagram bio. That is killer. That is a killer line. <laughs> Long ago, some mischief makers went around cutting off women's hair at night. This act was attributed to Kitsune, and from then on, foxes were believed to cut women's hair when assuming their shape. Perhaps some, as some sort of pledge. Some, they are like, also associated with shaving men's head as pranks. So they're just... Okay. So there were some nasty little neighborhood pranksters who went around fucking shaving men and women bald indiscriminately. And when they got caught, they were like, no, that was the, that was the big, the big titty fox lady I saw next door. You didn't see her? It made smoke blow out of my ears. What are you talking about? We were, we were seduced by the big titty fox lady. Please don't prosecute me in a court of law. Now that is the last thing you want to do. Is Elaborate. be seduced by one of the kitsune. What's she gonna do? Buy my head off or something? I know she depletes your energy, but like whatever, everything does, you know. Uh, this is in the lore section. Fun, love that it has that. So, some guy comes ac across a group of captivating ladies in a restaurant and joins them to drink sake. He's so silly. He's so horny. He left with one, spent the night with her, and when he awoke <gasps> the next morning, she had vanished. <gasps> He realized that the entire group had been foxes and that he had been targeted because of his own lascivious nature. How did he realize that? There's no evidence. You literally just got ghosted, my guy. <laughs> but it... Hold on. Here's when the scary music drop comes in. But, uh, but it was too late. But, uh, da, 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 da. He wasted away and died 30 but, days da, later. But, uh, da, da. That was really good. That was a really powerful cinematic moment. In other tales, the dinner date drinks too much wine and reverts to her fox shape, leaving her escort shocked but safe. That's so cute. That's some anime premise shit. Like, she accidentally... Okay, first episode. She's trying to seduce a guy in a bar, modern-day Japan. Um, everything's really cool. Because I said so. 
and she just drinks a little too much she likes him a little bit but she could not admit it and her family has been telling her like you know you need to be seducing more young men you are really not you know standing up to your sisters they have numbers on numbers bodies on bodies dicks on dicks and you have what nothing barren womb so go to the bar get a little silly and she just likes this guy a little too much she got attached on the first date whatever and this guy he's normally a player um but something about her is so captivating and it is not just her demonic fox magic or her big massive honkers there's just something a little special about it anyway she transforms in front of him by accident um and now he has a fox girlfriend that's I'd a watch really it. good idea. That is such a. Can someone write that? I was about to call it fanfic. This isn't. A, I think this, it already exists. You're almost definitely right. I I say this as if like monster, demon, smut, and porn does not exist anywhere except in my own imagination. No, I'm pretty sure there is a, there is an anime series about like Kitsune that like has a little romance thing to it. For real? Yeah. Oh my god! I'm thrilled. I'm gonna look that up. So widespread is the mischief of the troublesome kitsune that there is an animal festival called Kitsune Okuri, Fox Expelling, that takes place in the Totomi province in January 14th. A mountain priest leaves a procession of villagers who each carry straw foxes and straw dolls, straw dolls to the mountain outside town where they bury the straw foxes. The ceremony is believed to avert all kitsune pranks, such as their well-known habit of using human voices to lure wayfarers and casting spells over people, for the common year. I'm a super huge fan of the fact that they're referring to them as pranks, even though they like super killed people. <laughs> but the mischievous antics are just so much worse. I also really enjoy that monsters always tend to target like wandering, what is it? Oh, wayfaring travelers. That's a word that I li- literally never hear outside of context exactly like this. I've never heard them referred to as wayfaring travelers unless it's about some monster eating this guy's ass. Also, apparently there's so many uh, Kitsune girl animes that there is a full list on myotakuworld.com titled 12 Best Kitsune Anime Recommendations. So that's cool. Naruto? What? Is I don't know. What? He is. Maybe there's a Kitsune in it? I haven't watched Naruto. I wouldn't know. I apparently Naruto, uh, Naruto has had the nine-tailed fox sealed within him since he was a child. Um... A lot of this is, like, kind of Lolita shit. There's a Secret Service one. This is fascinating. This is great. None of them look monstrous enough, but that's, you know, that's anime for you. You just put some little ears on him, matches his hair. Fuck you. The Kitsune have engendered many expressions, and perhaps the most well-known is Kitsune no Yomiri, which means Fox's Wedding. What do you think the term Fox's Wedding describes? Lady Mary's made Lady Mary's a guy. Bannon's nope. in the next day. Nope. A lady uh, a lady uh, marries a guy while he is under the influence so she can get his money and then he wakes up and she has stolen that's the same premise as the last guest, but just with a little more detail. Um I'm trying to think okay, I feel like it involves deception. She wasn't who they thought. It's like a oh shit, what's that Bible story? Rachel and Leah switch them switch him on the day of the wedding you know that's a fucked up story by the way anyway no one asked me uh actually no it refers to whenever it rains while the sun is shining that is not even it is said that anytime this sight occurs a fox bride is going through the woods to the house of her fox groom that's cute actually that's really cute it says when it rains and the sun is shining yep that's a fox wedding 
we call them like what is it angel tears here or something lame too focused on christianity sexy uh, the original version of that i heard was when it rains when the sun is shining the devil is beating his wife that's fucked up that is messed up maybe that's what i'm thinking of i don't know i hate that he would never come on do you think he hasn't learned from the shitty ass people who went to hell he sees them all the time come on give him a little character development okay Another eerie site is Kitsune Bai, which is Foxfire. It is said to be caused by a mysterious emanation, like a fireball that the fox breathes through his mouth or creates with his magic tail, or perhaps by a group of torch-bearing foxes leading a wedding procession of foxes. This light appears at twilight and then simply vanishes. The most extraordinary of all demonic fox powers is Kitsune Tsuki, Fox Possession. Possession. Which is where they will go and actually, like, possess people. I love how multifaceted this creature is. I think that is so fucking cool. Just a couple neighborhood pranksters lied a little bit, and then people just add to the mythos. I think that is so charming. Humans will always do that. You give them a story, they'll tell someone else, and they'll make it a little sillier, make it a little cooler, just to spruce it up a little bit. And then they will just keep fucking doing that until it is the like sexiest goddamn fox lady you've ever seen in your entire life. Killer. I love it. So yeah, that's Kitsune. I think that's delightful. I noticed you were reading from a physical book. It looks very cool. It's like red. It's got black detail and like gold lettering. It's really fancy. I just saw it said demon real big. A field guide to demons, fairies, fallen angels, and other subversive spirits. (laughs) That's what I call my followers on TikTok. Yep. This was a book that I was originally looking for months and months and months ago and couldn't find. That has a whole bunch of like. So you've had your eye on it. Like you already knew about it. You've just been waiting to get your little, little grubby hands on them. No, I owned it. I have it. It's mine. Oh, just, I've had it for years. I you've just, just been searching it. for it? Yeah, I just couldn't find it in my office. I finally found in, it. In your own home. <laughs> was oh, it still packed? Was a bit of a mess. Yeah, it I was still, still in a box. Yeah. In there. yeah, it was still in a box. That seems like it'd be one of the first things you, you unpack. It just seems like you would. I think that's a really helpful resource. That's nicer because I really liked how that was formatted as well, and they gave a lot of cool detail. Um and I can't verify anything that they're saying, but it's not like the websites ever do either, you know? And so I like the word not just having to, like, think of something to Google, you know? Mm-hmm. I think that's... There's also idea. a lot of repeats that we are, we've already covered. Yeah. Any, and this... But, oh, I see. But I'm, I'm going through and I'm finding ones that we haven't done yet, and I'm going to use this book, book instead. Yeah. Goodness. Yeah. I worked an eight-and-a-half-hour shift today for the first time in, like, I think years. I, I Usually it's eight-hour shifts. I don't know mm-hmm. what was up with it being eight and a half. I did not like that shit. And for the past few weeks, I had been working six hour shifts and I took on extra hours because I was like, hey, bitch, I'm poor at the new scheduling guy because um, he got a new scheduling guy. And sometimes I feel like he doesn't know what he's doing. I can tell he's doing his best, but it looks like the old scheduling guy didn't really, you know, kind of clue him in on all the details. And that's not his yeah. fault, you know, um, yeah. but whatever that guy. Um he's sweet he's doing he's doing his damnedest but uh i've been working shorter shifts which despite it making me super poor was really chill uh it was nice it felt very very easy very breezy uh it is not easy nor breezy now it's very draining it's really draining um and that was at like 4 30 so it's kind of a quick turnaround but yeah i absolutely understand that isn't it so like unique and cool and fun that like we have to work to live but it's like soul crushingly miserable work that doesn't provide any good to society Isn't that oh crazy? it's fantastic that we have to do that 
It's really funny. I like that they wrote that in. I think it's very good. It's good pretty, and it's, great. It's an excellent system. It really is. It's fantastic. It's the best system there is. There's no system that could possibly be better. Communism. So, uh, Stevie. Yeah? Do you have a quiz for me? Yeah? Don't get it twisted, cause we're the quiz takers. Don't get it twisted, cause we're the quiz takers. Don't get it twisted, cause we're the quiz takers. You've got it twisted, cause we're the quiz takers. So I might give you some choices of, uh, of, of quizzes. Because I feel like that's kind of a nice system. I can, you know, give you a selection, an array, a charcuterie board of quizzes, and you can choose if you want to eat, you know, the salami or pastrami is better, um, or cheese or jam or the little pecans they put on the jam, but they only give you two. I'm paying for the, like, I'm paying for the whole thing. You could spare more than two pecans, I believe. Anyway. Pecan or pecan? How do you pronounce it? Pecan. Because we were raised in the South. Yep, that's how I pronounce it. Pecan. Like a candy Listen, pecan. I was about to say, when you think about it, that's an abominable, <laughs> an abominable name. Pecan sounds a little, it, it sounds better, but it sounds more pretentious. You know what I mean? Like, oh, pecan, yeah. fuck you. Fuck you, you know? Have we done the I Diagnose You with Hot quiz, or have we done one with a similar? We have not. Vibe, Okay. I diagnose you hot. I, that does not sound familiar to me. Oh, no, not that one. It was what type of guy are you? We did do that one. Okay. That was episode 32. That was pretty recently. You'd think I'd have remembered. Okay. Your options today are I assign you vibes and how much I want to kick your ass and I am mean the whole time. Uh, your second option is uh, which violent white man do you vibe with? Your third option is how would you die in an anime? And the last option is I assign you a sonic kin and music to listen to based off of it. Uh, let's go with a how would I die in an anime. I've been watching a lot of anime lately, so I consider myself a bit of a uh, expert on the various ways you can die in anime. I believe you fully. I legitimately do not even think you are exaggerating. I think that you have probably consumed most anime at this point. I just kind of figure... Um, don't open the link. I sent you the link so I could copy-paste it because I had to find it on mobile because the Tumblr tagging system doesn't work for shit. Anyway, that was a really vicious shit. It was so violent. It's very emphatic. Oh, yeah. There's one thing I'm good at. It's being emphatic. Okay. Oh, this is such a cute... <laughs> Most people don't take the time to really customize their U quizzes, but they put a little cherry blossom background on it and, like, corresponding font colors. That's adorable. So this quiz is uh, kindly brought to us by, Jesus, Uquiz user C-Z-E-S-C-A. Sezka? Sezka. That feels right. Uh, yeah. Title, obviously, How Would You Die in an Anime? And the quiz introduction says, Ooh, baby, you're my number one, parentheses, of the top saddest anime deaths, close parentheses. Hi, heart emote. Pick a color. Yellow, purple, blue, green, red, white, brown, black. I'm going to go with purple. I figured. I'm already going there. <laughs> okay, this font is actually almost a little too light on the check mark. I got worried. Question number two. How do you like to spend your evenings? Chilling with Netflix slash whatever or a book, maybe snacks, maybe a cat. Drinking or whatever underage people do with friends. 
practicing a sport. I'm still at work slash school until ridiculous hours of the evening, so I just sleep. Or same as the rest of the day, doing nothing. I'm going to go with chilling with Netflix, whatever, or a book, maybe snacks, maybe a cat. That really does seem like your vibe. In my case, it's it's dogs. Yeah. Question number three. Um, pick an anime man. Parentheses. This is in quotations. Blorbo McEby isn't here. Outrage. I have one brain cell working real hard here. Accept these ones, please. Close parentheses. I don't know if you're familiar with the concept of a Blorbo. It means your favorite character in Tumblr speak. So your options. Oh, I don't gotcha. know any of these guys. Um, so your options are Kaneki Ken, Tamaki Suo. Oh, I love him. Now I do know him. Uh, Victor Nikiforov, Yagami Light, Dazai Osamu, or Will Graham. The fact that they call Will Graham an anime band is really good. I'm going to go with Yagami Light because that's the only name that I recognize. Is that Death Note? That's Death Note. Is it good? I've heard it's good. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Is Death Note the one with the big monster that looks like a fucked up guy with white hair and spike or white face and spiky black hair? Was it uh, Rio? Yes. Is it Rio? It's it's Rio and he's a Shinigami. Okay. Which is yeah, literally okay, a second. death spirit. A what spirit? Death spirit. You know what Tanaki's, you should watch? What? You should watch Love is War. What's that? It's an anime. It's a romance anime. A romance anime. Oh my god. Where's it streaming? It's on Hulu. Hulu. That's our Discord chat, not my watch list. You've got That's Hulu, my don't you? Birthday list. Yes, I do have Hulu. Okay, good because you can watch it on Hulu. It's great. It's fantastic. It's about uh, two high schoolers that fall in love with each other, but they're both extremely prideful, and neither one wants to admit that they love the other <gasps> person first. So they oh, spend all great. their time trying to get the other person to say <gasps> that they to confess their love first. I love that shit. It was Love is War. Love is War. There's three um, seasons of it. It's fantastic. It's funny. It's great. That's so fucking cute. That sounds amazing. Question number four. Wait, haven't you seen Orna High School Host, Host Club? No, I haven't seen it. Really? It seems like something Andrea would have forced you to watch at some point. Nope. Huh. I feel like Andrea's seen it. I'm making shit up, though. Question number four. Uh, don't stop, and your options are Believe In, Me Now, The Music, Something Else, Little More Context, Please, I Don't Know What This Means, By Five Seconds of Summer, or Get It, Get It. I'm going to go with Believe In. Millennial moment. That's okay. Question number five. What anime trope or common theme do you hate the most? Weak or objectified female characters, overpowered tweens, really simple misunderstandings that could be resolved if the characters would just talk to each other, whatever is going on with the whole Yandere thing, something else, or even bad tropes can be okay in a good anime. Uh, weak and objectified female characters. Yeah. That gets old. Very much so. And it's in most of them. It's hard to get away from that one. Unfortunately, yeah. Question number six. What's your favorite part of watching anime? Gorgeous art, picking up Japanese from it, interesting and unique plot lines, consuming or creating fan works three seconds after finishing it, live blogging or tweeting my reactions, or something else? Something else. What is your favorite part of watching anime? Uh, distracting myself from my own mortality. Ah, so true. God. Hashtag just girly things number 2420 chart. Question number seven. Pick a shoe. Black sneakers, fluffy slippers, Krugs, white sneakers, Doc Martens, or heels? I'm going to go with Doc Martens. What's Krugs? It sounds like it's something with Uggs. Is it like crusty Uggs? What is that? Probably. I don't know what Krugs are. 
Ah, introducing Krugs, the Antichrist of footwear. Diabolic invention. What the fuck? Croc Uggs? Oh my god, it's a Croc shoe with the Ugg leg sleeve. That sucks really bad. Wow, that's... Wow! Boy, that's fucked up. Okay, well, we have context for that now. Uh, what do you choose? What shoe do you want to wear? I already said Doc Martens. Oh, you're right. I just didn't even send a thing. Question number eight. Pick a snack. Granola bar. Fruit. Whole plate of mac and cheese. Large coffee. Crisps. Oh, we got a fucking British guy in the house? Jesus. Or chocolate in some form. I'm gonna go with fruit. Question number nine. Now pick a snack. Parentheses. People I picked up from a hot 20 hottest celebrities list. Close parentheses. Lucy Liu. One of the Ryans. Don't ask me which. The one in the picture is Ryan Gosling. Uh, Rihanna. Huh? That's Ryan Reynolds. Oh my god. They're all the same, aren't they? That is Ryan Reynolds. Oh, Ryan Gosling is a little uglier. (laughs) He's still... He's got a weird little face. (laughs) I thought he was cute because he was in La La Land and I was a teenager. (laughs) He's he's just some white guy. (laughs) Yeah, just some guy, you know? He is attractive in the way that, like, any generically attractive white man in a movie would be, you know? Uh, Rihanna, Michael from The Office. It's a picture of Timothy Chalamet. Uh, Manny Jacinto or Olivia Wilde. There's one more. Oh, none of these. And it's the fucking I drink to you picture. <laughs> I'm going to go with none of these. Who would you choose? Who would I yep. choose? I don't, I don't know. Just none of these. Any celebrity crushes? Any at all? Not really. Because the more you find out about celebrities, the more you go, oh, this person's awful. Yeah, just the worst. Just the worst. Like, honestly, at this point, the closest thing to an unproblematic celebrity that I can think of would probably be Keanu Reeves. Oh, love him. But I'm sure we're going to find out something eventually. So I'm trying not to put all my eggs in that basket. Uh, Yeah, that is fair. He's like, what, 60? His time's probably coming. Yeah. Uh, Question number 10. Finally. Dot, 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 dot. Which answer do you hope you'll get? Your options are name written in a notebook, destroyed by a wild beast, enemy killed by an overpowered tween, stabbed in the back, killed by own power, eaten, got caught up in a battle. Secret answer, I'm not telling you here. X. Uh, secret answer, I'm not telling you here. X. Do you have a preferred uh, way to die in an anime? Die in your golden hell. What is that? Elaborate. It's the end of Ninja Scrolls where a guy gets poured uh, molten gold all over him. You're saying you would choose that willingly. Look, if I'm going to go out in the anime style, may as well go out with one of the most iconic. And painful. Well, all the anime deaths are painful. I don't know how... uh, An anime death is never going to be dying surrounded by loved ones in your bed at home. It'll never be that. That's fair. Um, How do... Whenever their name is written in the death note, how do they die? Do they all have, like, an immediate heart attack? Or is it, like, random circumstances around them just kill them? Uh, you can write down specifically how they die and they'll die that specific way. <gasps> or if you just write down their name, they die of a heart attack within 24 hours. Oh my God. That's so fucked up. I want to watch this show. That's so fucked up. Send me hate X or don't. If you don't want to send it on a non at Cura picked Q C U R A P I C K T on Tumblr. X O X O. This person likes attention. I'm not trying to read them or anything, but this person likes attention. Spoiler. Oh, it's a it's a frame from I think a manga. Got caught up in a battle. Boring. I didn't even add boring. That's what they said about you. That's fucking rude. That is rude. What are the other options? 
Uh, oh, name written in a notebook, sports injury, caught up in a battle, killed by own power, stabbed in the back, literally or non-literally, I can't talk, eaten, destroyed by a wild beast, or enemy killed by an overpowered anime tween. Sports so literally injury. the results are just that one that one question they told that they you, already asked. They told you what the actual quiz results were in the final question. I don't like that. I don't either. I feel like I feel like they should have made up new ones just to keep you on your toes, you know what I mean? Yeah, like I'm actually a little bit disappointed with this one to be honest. I feel that I am too. It's still fine. But you know what I mean? Yeah. We're quiz connoisseurs at this point. We know what we we're kind doing. Of are. We know what makes a good personality quiz. We're pros. We're pros at this. You know, they didn't pull through. Maybe a a solid 80%. Maybe a 75. Yeah, I'd give them a B. Um, I'm going to read you the two-headed calf poem because I want to end the podcast on a bummer note. Um, No. It's not a bummer note. It's really heartfelt. It's really good. It's just like achingly, sweetly painful. You know what I mean? It's like you read a. It's like when you watch a good movie, but it's sad, but it's still so good, even though it's sad, you know? Oh, like Grave of Fireflies. I don't know what that is. It's an anime. Fucking, of course it is. <laughs> Watch it if you want to ball your eyes out. Oh, man. Yeah, okay, I'm interested. You got me. Okay, so this is the Two-Headed Calf poem by Laura Gilpin. Tomorrow when the farm boys find this freak of nature, they will wrap his body in newspaper and carry him to the museum. But tonight he is alive and in the north field with his mother. It is a perfect summer evening, the moon rising over the orchard, the wind in the grass, and as he stares into the sky, there are twice as many stars as usual. I've heard that one before. We fucking ruined it now. You're supposed to cry or something. I don't know. It'll be interesting. <laughs> no, no, no. no. I, I, as you were reading it, I was like, oh, no, shit, I know this one. It's so good, and I've seen so many gorgeous like line art tattoos of the two-headed calf and they always are they just look so fucking sweet it makes me want to cry it's so cute i love this shit it's so good i feel like i would i feel like i would get that as a tattoo i think we have enough for an episode so since we're at the end of the episode stevie where can people find you you can find all of my shit at stevieb.com that's stevbea.com and the pilot or the first part of the pilot is coming out shortly. And I'm not telling you when yet because Eli hasn't dropped the trailer. Oh yeah, the pilot for an animated series me and my friend Eli have been working on since 2020. It's called Arbor Square. It's about two college roommates turned baristas who are working in a coffee shop to pay the fucking bills. And their uh, boss is cute and he has an enemies to lovers thing with the corporate coffee shop manager across the street. And also there's a hippie man named Glenn. He is there. Um, he gets an episode later in the season, but we, you can only do so much character development in a 10 minute pilot, you know? Anyway, it's super good, and you should stay posted on all of my shit. Follow the Arbor Square series Instagram for more information. Also, my Instagram, Stevie B Stinks, has that shit. And TikTok, Stevie underscore B. I'm two episodes... I'm, fuck. I'm two videos away from being banned on TikTok. I learned that the other day. Um, so, Fun. you know, come, come sit by the side of a dying old man in the hospital. Savor his last words. You know, you never know when the time is going to come, so you got to make the most of the time you have now. Hey, Micah, where can people find you? People can find my music at mxmaxwell1.bandcamp.com. Also, we have the previously mentioned Patreon, which we mentioned earlier in the episode, but I'm going to mention it again here because it bears mentioning twice. We have a Patreon where for $3 per month, you get twice as many gender swap episodes in your ear holes, which means you get to hear us not once every two weeks, but once a week. 
you just funnel that good shit straight into your brain, you know? Just pour a little bit of liquid gender swap right down your brainstone. Give it a bath, you know? Wash Give it off. Give your brain a bath. Listen to our listen to our silly podcast. Give your brain a bath is a fun is a fun uh, subtitle for a podcast that is not ours. I feel like that would be a good educational podcast title or subtitle. Not us though. We or it could be a podcast about cults. That is also really good. I do like that dark little twist. I think that's fun. We have a Tumblr blog, genderswappodcast.tumblr.com. It's very cool. And that's where you should, you can, you uh, always shall be able to communicate with us. Send us mail. Uh, send us a little ask to our ask box. Send us suggestions for topics to cover, new segment ideas, games to play. We haven't been playing any games, and I want Micah to play Nuclear Winter from the Jenna and Julian podcast with me because it's super fun. It's really cool. It's super fun. I'm just saying. Anyway, um, and you can send us mail and daily questions and compliments and attacks, vicious, libelous, slanderous attacks. We'd rather you didn't send those. At least subscribe to the Patreon if you're going to send those. That, that's, that's fair. They can't, okay, they can't send libelous, slanderous attacks on Tumblr, but they can subscribe to the Patreon and comment it on every episode. <laughs> For just $3 a month, you can be mean to me. <laughs> uh, capitalism. Yeah. There's, a, there's a, a paywall in front of the emotional damage. Exactly. So anyway, I think that just about covers us, so there's nothing left to say, but uh, bye. Bye. Bye.